Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, voters are one click away from communicating with lawmakers. People want to connect with government, and government officials want to connect with people. We're now joined by Humana Hartsock, and we're going to talk about advocacy through the fulcrum of her new startup, Phone to Action, and more broadly, an underappreciated fact about how D.C. has actually grown. Well, let's begin with Phone to Action and this this concept of advocacy. What is advocacy, and why should I care about it? Uh, well, advocacy really has been, you know, that power that we all have inside of us, I think, for years and years, people have shown this energy in in multiple actions and ways to activate on issues they care about. I think now it has become more mainstream, but that doesn't mean that people uh, in the history of humanity has not exercised that desire to make a change happen, especially when that is an issue that they feel very, very close to. So today what we see, though, is the collusion of a climate, a political climate that is very, very active, and also the tremendous growth of adoption of technology. Uh, With both, we uh, see amplification of voices like we have never seen before. And so Font to Action, our company, is an example of how you marry two worlds, the world of technology and innovation, to put it at use to amplify people's voices to affect change. But this isn't about online, or is it? Or is this more about phone banking? Or what is phone to action? The phone to action really is uh, is a software. It's a is is technology that uh, does a couple of things. So one, it matches people with their elected officials at every level. We in the United States, you know, over three hundred millions of people, thousands of jurisdictions, uh, we have a very complicated decision making process in terms of policy. Every single one of us is represented by many officials. We always think about Congress as the decision-making machine, but we have city councils, we have school boards, we have commissions, mayors, governors, regulatory offices who make decisions about our everyday lives constantly. And so because of that complexity, it's very difficult for a person to uh, connect with a lawmaker about specific issues and make a difference. And so what Phone to Action does is matches the person based on, a, on an address uh, with the legislative district of those officials at every level, from city councils to governors to Congress to regulatory offices and everything in between. And so when someone wants to take action on schools, on education in general, or on transportation, anything, they use Phone to Action to share that message with that legislature that represents them. So that's the first thing. And we connect them in a variety of ways, via email, also via web form. There are a lot of lawmakers in Congress, for example, that uses web forms. They don't have an email that you write to. You actually have to complete the form. So we make that easier. We also, when we match them, we allow people to tweet at their own lawmakers. So they're not tweeting generally at the entire Congress. They're tweeting at that House representative or or those senators that represent them via tweet. And they can also post messages on the Facebook pages of these lawmakers. They can also make quick calls. They can click to call and be connected with 
any of these officials, not just Congress, but any of those uh, at any time with a very simple click to call. We have an Alexa app. We uh, have some sentiment <laughs> analysis tools, tools. Yes. So the idea is to make the activations between people and the, the lawmakers that represent them easily. Sounds to me that much easier. You know, a bunch of emails or letters that look the same. That's that's astroturf. That's not that's not really movement. It, it sounds to me like what you're doing is enabling individual communication. Exactly. And I think the power of one voice. So in the past, when we think about advocacy years ago, we always think about the rallies. We think about people with signs. We think about lots and lots of people. And today, one person can make a big difference, uh, especially uh, because that lawmaker is reading or hearing in Twitter or Facebook or, or in the phone those stories. And one story can be extremely powerful to educate a lawmaker that is looking at many, many uh, other issues and to elevate that issue to the top of the debate. You've been part of the D.C. community for a long while. How did how did you use advocacy to help change our community so that you know people can go to Anacostia now, for example, and it's a nice place to live and you can see the architecture. So I used to be a school principal. Uh, I was a school principal of Tubman Elementary School before the Columbia Heights renovation took place. Uh, our community was a wonderful community with many caring people, but we had many social issues at hand. And at the time, uh, the school principals uh, were very, uh, in a very important part of the community and, and educators in general, because those were the people that would listen. And so what I saw, people want to connect with government and government officials want to connect with people. The more you hear from people, the easier any innovation and initiative will be. Bike lanes, for example, when Gabe Klein was putting the bike lanes out or when we uh, built uh, dog par parks when I was at DPR, we listened to people every single day. We went to ANC commission meetings. We went to city council hearings. And we saw people coming into our offices daily or making phone calls emailing and makes it much easier for a government official to get a lot of feedback before the implementation of an innovation or an initiative than after because after the fact you're really dealing with repercussions of maybe an initiative that is not welcome and so the connection between constituents and government can facilitate progress and can also foster a culture of collaboration much a much better culture than you have one that is really no communication between so when i was a government official saw that then i went to advocacy and i saw the other side i saw how organizations i used to do advocacy in education how parents teachers want to tell lawmakers, hey, here's my story. I really feel that schools should have dinner because if we have dinner, we can keep the kids in a school, we keep them safe, we can give them enrichment programs, etc. Lawmakers may not know how important dinner is, but dinner can requires other things. It requires a budget allocation, it requires human resources, etc. And so for those stories from those parents that say, hey, I work until 7 p.m. If my child is in the street, you know, I'm going to be worried about it. It makes a big difference. So change only happens when constituents and government officials connect on those issues that care about. The beauty of D.C. today is the result of the work of both constituents over time. People have built the city not just the newcomers, but people over time and those government officials that love this city uh, deeply. 
but politicians will listen to citizens when they know Absolutely. Humana, thanks a lot for taking the time to join us. It's great to hear about phone action and, and a good reminder that democracy starts with advocacy. Yes, it does. Thanks for listening to What's Working in Washington. A special thanks to our sponsor, Eagle Bank. How do you get to be number one in the D.C. area? Eagle Bank did it by putting relationships first. They're flexible, involved, responsive, strong, and trusted. Eagle Bank's goal is your success. Our executive producer is Tracy Madigan. Our online writer is Barbara Ulrich. Music provided by two D.C. region bands, Two Car Living Room, and The Sunbathers. And a huge thank you to our sponsor, Eagle Bank. Please get in touch with us for sponsorship opportunities. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and please rate the podcast. This helps us spread the word about the interesting stories we're telling on what's working in Washington. And let us know who you think we should be talking to on the show. Tweet us at, at what's working DC. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Thanks for listening. <laughs>